0: Beyond to Be Wild, number 101. So, the baby has figured out an interesting tactical maneuver, which is uh, when she's done eating, either she's not hungry anymore or she's just not interested in the food in front of her, she has to get uh, her hands and face wiped down, um, but she doesn't like that, so if she sees me go to get the washcloth and run it under the sink for a second, she'll like, look at me and get like a panicked look in her eye, and then just grab some more food off her plate and like maybe not even eat it. Maybe just hold it or maybe put it in her mouth and just leave it there. Uh, maybe she'll actually eat it. Maybe she is being spurred into actually eating her dinner, but usually it's just uh, a tactic to avoid getting wiped down. Um, it doesn't last long. Uh, and then she, instead she just gets to scream at me while I wipe her down. If <laughs> you to be wild, number 102. So... Um, We got a little graduate of the baby class because she's not a baby anymore. She's a toddler. Although I kind of think that, taxonomically speaking, infant and toddler both fit under the broader umbrella of baby, but whatever. So um, she's moved from the infant rooms to the toddler room, which is, you know, it's pretty much the same thing except the um, toys are a little more complex, and, you know, the kids are older, so she went from being uh, the oldest infant to the babyest toddler but um, she's got some friends in there that you know used to be in her infant room that moved up and she's kind of just following them in and uh, you know so different teachers and you know some of her infant teachers were sad to see her go but you know there's enough um, cross-pollination between these rooms that they're all gonna see each other but um my little lady's growing up <laughs> if you're going to be wild number 103. So we've been trying to work with Margot a bit on sign language with, I would say, limited success, but um, there's one sign she'll do now, and she does it pretty consistently, um, which is basically um, waggling both of her hands, uh, and it means all done, uh, and she's even gotten to a point where she kind of do, ada, da, sometimes, like 20% of the time she'll give us, she'll say that. And it means she's all done. Usually it means she's all done uh, with dinner or what, you know, whatever she's eating. But sometimes she'll just do all done because she doesn't like a situation. Like um, halfway through diaper change, she'll give you all done to indicate I want to go play, quit futzing about with the straps and let me go, that sort of thing. Or, you know, when you're loading her up in the car, if she doesn't want to go in the car, she'll give you all done. But um, So, you know, she doesn't quite get what we're looking for, but she does do it, and that's cool. You to be wild number 104. So Emily and the baby were uh, out of town for the weekend seeing um, the the parents, the in-laws, the, you know, whatever you want them, in Naperville. Uh, and that was, you know, it's cool. You know, I am the type of person who really appreciates alone time and I don't get that much of it these days. So it, you know, I, I love my family, but it was nice to just have a little time for me to, you know walk around nude and yell at the dogs when they were being jerks. Um, But the very lovely thing was uh, they got home uh, on Monday while I was at work and I got home from work and I came in the house and uh, Margot's not really talking quite yet and she turned to me in the most excited tone I've ever heard. She goes, Dada! And it just melted my damn heart. It was like... The most, like, the biggest emotional response I've had since she was born. Uh, and... Oh, man, she's the best. She's so cute. to <laughs> be Wild, number 105. Baby curling. So, you'd think that baby curling might be a thing that I've done in the past, which is, uh, holding the child, uh, head in one hand, hindquarters in the other, and doing bicep curls, both arms at once. Um... That's not what baby curling is. That is a fun thing to do that she sometimes enjoys and sometimes loathes. Um, but that's not what baby curling is. Baby curling is you sit on the hardwood floor and then she goes and she kind of sits in your lap for a second and then slouches down so uh, you're kind of spooning her, I guess, and then she just keeps sliding down until her head's in your lap and then you have to very carefully maneuver her so her head is on the floor and then you just shove her as hard as you can And she slides across the floor, and then she giggles and giggles and giggles, and runs back to you and does it again. Um, It's a lot of fun. I recommend it. I don't know enough about the rules of curling. I think that if the stones get up and run away, you don't get any points. Um, But I wasn't playing against anyone, so I think I still win. (laughs) Bjorn to be Wild, number 106. So... We got a video sent to us from daycare, which happens from time to time. We get pictures pretty much every day, but videos are a rarer thing. Uh, and I think that the there's a caption that I think was a very generous reading of the situation, but very cute. Um, basically, uh, there was uh, another kid in her class that seemed visibly sort of distressed and... It seems as though Margot was trying to cheer this kid up, um, and that was that was the reading that the um, the caption had like said something like, Margot's friend was having a tough day, so she's trying to cheer him up or whatever. But uh, she's patting this kid on the back, but not patting this kid on the back like kind of slapping this kid on the back over and over again. And maybe it was you know she doesn't understand her own strength and stuff, and that was that's how she pats because she doesn't know. And I guess. From her patting the dog, that definitely seems like the case. But it kind of just se- seemed like this kid was sad and she was trying to kick its ass. Uh. But, you know, thought that counts, I guess. Beyond to be Wild, number 107. So, we took Margaret to the park. Which was, which was fun and interesting and a little odd. Uh, so... We started off, we, we plopped her in the swing and she loved the swing, loved the swing, loved the swing and then all of a sudden gave us uh, our signal for all done. She just was like, very suddenly like, no, we're done with the swing. And then um, we would send her down the little slide and the little slide was nice. Um, it was really nice <laughs> because it was little enough that I could stand at the bottom and I was still tall enough to hand to like put her back up top, like hand her off to Emily up top. And then we did a couple goes on the Big Kid slides with uh, Emily sitting her down on me at the bottom. Um, This might have been a little too raucous for her, but she enjoyed herself, so um, we did those some, but um, that little slide, that little slide was was really the key. You're going to be wild, number 108. So Emily and I have done a fair amount of debating, like, what words are words versus just, like, combination of syllables, like... Early on, when she would do da da, I think that was just her practicing da, and now I'm da da. Like I think you know that type of evolution takes place over time. But there's been a new uh, syllable combo um, that I think is a word. It's tough to say for sure. It's dodo. Um, we think dodo means dog. Uh, you know, obviously there's some some overlap there, letters wise, but also. She'll point to Barley and say dodo, and we'll say, like, where's your dog? And she'll point to him and say dodo. Um, so she definitely knows he's a dog and isn't capable of saying dog. And we think it's not just, like, they're there. It's dog. Um, which is cool, you know? Her her language skills are developing and confusing. <laughs> Beyond your Wild, episode 109, So we've been teaching the kid uh, sign language because, uh, you know, she's got a pretty limited number of words she's able to communicate. Uh, The first couple being all done uh, and more. Um, And she's got a little bit of some other ones, but Daycare the other day was telling us how she's so polite and she'll say please. We didn't know she knew please. They must have taught her it because we didn't. Uh, And it's pretty much just like uh, a hand across the the opposite shoulder and, like, pulling across the chest. Uh, And now that they've pointed out that she'll do that, she does it all the time. It's usually accompanied by more. Uh, She points to where her strawberries used to be and says more, and we say no. And then she'll say please, and we'll say maybe. Because we do want her to eat something, but we want her to eat things that aren't sugar-based. Even fruits. But it's so freaking cute. Mo? Mo? And then she'll do the please sign. Very cute. you going to be wild. Episode 110. So, uh... The arrival of baby number two is just around the corner. Um, we've been calling her the president of the deep. And she has been breach in utero for like a while now and we were getting to a point where we were pretty sure it was going to be a c-section situation just because she refused to go head first on the slide but um the event we've been waiting and hoping for seems to have come we've been calling it the squid flip which is basically just her figuring that out um we don't know for sure that's actually happened because she hasn't had an ultrasound but um You used to be able to very easily identify where the baby's head was, uh, in the tum, and all of a sudden it has vanished, hopefully, to head south for the winter. That metaphor fell apart. Please forgive me. Going to be wild, number 112. So, the baby kicked a ball, which I know isn't a whole lot, but, um, There are all these developmental milestones that you're supposed to keep an eye out for. And, like, people know walking and talking and stuff. But um, some fine motor stuff and, like, I guess less fine motor stuff, like kicking a ball is a big deal. Um, And she's definitely kicked stuff before, but it's usually just she's walking and there's a thing there and she kicks it. But this was, like, clearly her aiming for the ball and, like, almost doing a soccer dribble with it. You know, not the, the cleanest dribble but um kicking it a few times in the same direction uh and then you know getting bored cuz she's a baby but um kicking a ball on purpose big stuff going to be wild number 113 so the grandparents came out to visit which was cool um the the ones on my side that is uh which and it was only their second time seeing the baby uh the first being her first birthday. Uh, and also, um, my sister and her boyfriend came out. So um, so she got to meet her, her aunt and uncle, which was cool. Lots of chilling. Not a whole lot of uh, actual doing things other than uh, making the grandparents watch the baby so Emily and I could get some more work done on the nursery, which is uh, mostly ready, I guess. But... Um, but it was it' was really cool to kind of get to see them see her because you know they hadn't seen her in about six months and she went from like you know crawling and thinking about walking to like zooming around the house at all speeds so that was pretty cool to see going <laughs> to be wild number one fourteen so we have a favorite daycare teacher at her daycare place and we're probably not supposed to but we definitely do uh, and I think she's probably Margot's favorite too um and She loves it when we dress her up in uh, Grogu gear, Baby Yoda. And this teacher's birthday just passed, which happened to be on May 4th. Uh, So Emily got her decked out with um, what we call Grogu Cat. Because, you know, she has Dog Cat, Cat Cat, Bee Cat, and Bunny Cat. So this is Grogu Cat. It's just a a Grogu lovey. uh, And a matching dress, which is always confusing for her. And also for me, when I'm getting her in the car seat, it's like, wait, am I trapping your lovey or just like you, this is where your dress goes because it's between your legs because that's what a dress does um but anywho it was a, a big hit uh everybody loved it um we were wor- a little worried about her in a dress because we don't put her in dresses that often but she was still her uh rambunctious self which is good <laughs> to be wild number 115 so i think for the first time in the history of this show i'm gonna have to issue a retraction I said a few episodes ago that we were pretty sure the baby had flipped and was no longer breach and that is not the case apparently. Um uh she's still the wrong weight. Uh and then we went into uh to get a version done, which is basically the um medical professionals uh shoved the baby that's in the tummy to try and flip it upside down. It didn't work. Um it was actually pretty scary, if I'm being honest. Um, uh, Emily's uh, blood pressure got pretty scary low, and the the baby's um, heart rate dropped. And Usually they try to do three of those bad boys in a row. Um, and after one, they were just like, nope, we're done. So there's always the minuscule chance she'll flip on her own between now and when it's time. But it's looking like a C-section. <laughs> It'll be wild number 116. So there's a new noise the baby likes to make. It goes like this. Putta So then she'll take her pacifier out of her mouth just to put ta at us. Um we don't know why, but it's a fun noise to make. I recommend you do it yourself at home. Uh and she'll do it and then we'll do it back and that'll make her do it some more. Uh, and it's like it's a full on game. It delights her. Uh I gotta tell you, it's a lot more fun than uh, some of the other stuff she's been liking to say a lot lately. Um, no, very into no, uh, which I think is pretty common. Another one, um, which as someone who like tries to be anti-materialist when possible, um, she's gotten very into mine. She'll point to something that is hers and say mine to get you to bring it to her. She'll, when she takes something that does not belong to her, uh, cry mine at you when you take it back. It's super delightful But-a-but-a-but-a-but-a-but-a-but-a-but-a-but-a. be wild number 117 uh, so a few days ago uh, I woke up and Emily told me she was having pretty intense contractions uh, not close enough together that you would go to a hospital under normal circumstances but um, close enough together that if your baby is breached it's worth considering uh, so we called triage and they said yeah it's probably a good idea so. Uh, we went in that morning, and wouldn't you know it, by 12.06pm on May 23rd, 2022, Sloane Dorothy Ginsburg was born. I mean, born seems right. She was, you know, uh, evicted, we'll say, uh, via C-section. Um, they tried the version again, still didn't happen, very stubborn little kid, um, six pounds, 13 ounces, 20 and a quarter inches, um... We're very tired, but very excited. Uh, Emily's recovering, but it's it's a challenge because she uh, isn't allowed to lift heavy things. And uh, oh boy, does Margo like getting picked up. So um, I've been covering the big kid and she's been covering the little kid a little bit more. Um, A couple games of 1v1 rather than one of 2v2. Uh, But it's it's a lot of fun. It's really exciting. uh, And it's exhausting uh two kids I have two kids beyond to be wild number 118 so we got margo a balance bike i guess you don't teach kids how to bike on training wheels anymore you give them a bike that doesn't have pedals and that they kind of just walk um so we got one of those it's for 18 months to 3 years, and she's 19 months, so kind of on the low end. But theoretically, it should work. Um, kind of got her on it. The uh, seat was too high, so she couldn't really go. So I just kind of grabbed the handlebars over her shoulder and wandered her around, and she seemed to enjoy that. So I was like, all right, cool. I'll drop the seat for her. Got, it got to a point where like she could kind of barely stand up on it. So I was like, well, I'll have to lower that. But first, let me get a picture of her on this, because it's adorable. And of course, as soon as I did that, she fell down and refuses to go back on it. So we'll have to stick with it. But um, I'm a little worried that I ruined bikes forever. <laughs> be to be wild, 119. So a few days ago, I uh, was just playing around with Margo, and I kind of jumped into a, like, surfer stance. I don't surf. Um, and she thought that was really... Funny, I guess so I just kind of kept doing it and then she was like well that looks like fun let me try that and watching her try to jump was so cute she like even if she like bent her knees and like pushed off it just there wasn't enough force it's like she would get up on her tippy toes or she would like get one foot off the ground and leave the other one planted Um, and I guess she has been practicing that more at daycare because I picked her up yesterday and they just said Hey, can you uh can you show us how you hop? And she kind of just flops around in in place and looks like she thinks she's getting off the ground and she's not. It's really cute. Um and at one point she was mid stride and they told her to try to hop and she did and she just like beefed it. She didn't stop. She just fell forward onto the wood chips. Uh it's really cute. Uh and if she's going to, you know, play basketball, she's going to have to learn to jump sometime. You're going to be wild, number 120. Today, I went on an adventure with Margot. Um, we geared up, put a bunch of stuff in the backpack, uh, made sure she had a bank and a new buddy who has an ice cream head. Uh, and we walked to Hop House where I bought a four pack and a pint, and the kid had some water and goldfish. Maybe next time we go, I'll get, like, a soft pretzel or something. She'd probably dig that. And then, more importantly, we went to Icky Sticky, which is uh, an ice cream place. And she had ice cream for the first time. We had a thing called Blue Moon, which is apparently a a Midwestern flavor that I didn't really enjoy. Uh, She doesn't understand ice cream, uh, so I just picked her something that the dude said babies liked. But she was pointing at the chocolate chips, so she got chocolate chips on top, uh, and she was way into it. Uh, it was a huge pain getting around there her and back, because um, she kept getting distracted, but uh, it was her first little adventure, her first little outing, um, and it was Father's Day weekend, so I'm thinking maybe this will be a Father's Day tradition to um, uh, take her on a beer and ice cream trip, and, uh, you know, once her sister and potentially other children, I guess, I don't know, uh, are old enough, then uh, they can join in the adventure too. Beyond the Wild, episode 121. So, coming to terms, I guess, with um, being a parent of two children, um, I've mostly been dealing with Margot, just because a newborn really needs her mom, and I can give the other kid... Most of the stuff she needs, so um, I've mostly been handling Margot. Um, but um, it's important for for newborns to do tummy time, and so there have been a few instances of Sloan getting tummy time, so lying on their stomach on a a mat or a blanket or whatever, and. Margot will flop right down there next to her, and it's just it's kind of infectious, so uh, Emily and I will too, and we're all just lying there on our tummies like, what are we supposed to do? I don't know, but um, it is really cute, it's really sweet, and uh, it feels like a family, and every now and then, um, Barley or Chai will be there, like, not totally in the mix, but like, kind of on the outside looking in like shit are we supposed to lay down here that doesn't seem right uh and that's cute too <laughs> if you to be wild episode 122 so we broke out the splash pad and the splash pad is it's kind of like a if you imagine a baby pool that people poked a bunch of holes in so the way it works is like as it fills up it sprays water like in an arc that goes into the pool, so it fills kind of weirdly gradually that way. and then you know, it to a point overfills and sort of just dribbles out. Um, but it's a really nice way to uh, introduce a toddler to water. Uh, so we we busted that out with Margot today, and she was very reticent, but like once she got into it, she got really into it. She was having so much fun, you know. Um, splashing her down. She didn't want to run through it, I think, because, like, the the water sprays were hitting her right in the face. But I would carry her through, and she really liked that experience. You know, her first time in a swimsuit. Uh, oh, and she just had a blast. It was great. Um, I was hoping it would exhaust her in the way that, like, going to the pool is exhausting, and it didn't. But, um, she had fun. so That's good. (laughs) Bjorn be Wild 123. So I think we talked about starfishing in a previous episode, which was uh thing Margaret did that was kind of cute but kind of irritating. Maybe I didn't. Who cares? Um, what we're talking about this week is woodpeckering, which is something that Sloane does, which is sometimes when you're trying to get her to sleep, I think she is not necessarily hungry. Sometimes she's hungry, sometimes she's just looking for uh just to be comforted so she'll kind of while you're holding her against your chest just uh turn her head towards you and do gentle headbutts um sort of like a woodpecker as if uh your torso were a tree um just trying to get that milk out and it doesn't matter whether it's emily or me she'll woodpecker you and you know, maybe she just has to deal with not getting milk, and maybe it's feeding time. Bjorn to be a Wild, episode 124. So, Margot's graduating again at daycare. She's moving up to twos one, which is a weird way of saying it, but I think there's two different classes of twos, twos being two year old kids. And she's, you know, not two. She's not quite 21 months yet, so still. Uh, a quarter and change shy of two, but they're moving her up. So clearly, they think she's ready. Uh, we know the two's teacher. She seems to really like Margot, and Margot seems to like the kids in the class. I think she's she's moving up with uh, a handful of the same kids that she's kind of been in the whole time. So she'll at least see a lot of familiar faces. So that's good. But you know, I don't know what it's going to be like in terms of different. Expectations in terms of how they eat and how they poop and what they do and all that stuff. So uh, you know, a little nervous, but they wouldn't move her up if they didn't think she was ready. So I'm sure to be fine. So proud of my little lady. Bjorn to be wild number one twenty five. Margot had a play date. Uh, it wasn't her first ever play date, but it was one of her first play dates. Um, with uh, Emily's friend Erica's kid who's just a, a couple months younger um and they have another little girl on the way too so uh, we could have a, a whole gang of little girls running around the place in a little bit when uh, when they're old enough to hang out um and it went pretty well they like didn't interact very much but I think at their age that's probably developmentally appropriate uh and they didn't do that much stealing toys from each other? Like, I wouldn't say they were sharing. Insofar as like, neither of them were like, "This is a good toy here." Would you like this toy? But also, it's not like there was one toy that they were fighting over the whole time or anything like that. They kind of just were like, mostly doing their own thing and then asking for cuddles. Uh, so all in all, success, I think. <laughs> if you want to be wild, number one twenty six. So uh, I developed a physical ailment that uh, I thought was unique to me because I'm a special little boy uh, where uh, my left thumb was really sore and it kind of felt like I really needed to pop it or crack it and it wouldn't pop or crack and every time I tried it, hurt more. Um, And I was was talking to Emily about this, like, man, I don't know what I did to my thumb. Like, I must have wrenched it or something or, or whatever. I guess I'm just getting old. And she was like, oh, yeah, you have mom thumb, um, which I had never heard of, and is um, you know that's a that's a sexist name for it, but um, not altogether inaccurate. At least in our household, I guess uh, Emily had had dealt with this before, um, but yeah, it got me good, and I had to just start picking up the girls differently because I guess I must have been uh putting too much um, put too much weight on my thumb. Uh, so just, like, now it's just, like, uh, upside-down karate chops to pick them up, like, using, uh, the top half of the heel of my hand instead. It's very strange. (laughs) Bjorn to be Wild, episode 127. Hey, who's got eight thumbs and COVID? It's my family, all of us. We have COVID. Oh, this is, uh, it's not fun. Um, uh, we assume Margot brought her home from daycare, but, you know, there's no real way of knowing. Uh, it's still kind of early days, quarantine-wise, uh, so, I'm working from home, and Emily is dealing with both girls, uh, and, oh boy, I would not trade her jobs for all the money in the world, it's, uh, I'm helping out where I can, uh, here and there, but, like, I, I you know, I have work to do, so there's there's only so much I can I can put towards it. I'm trying to uh, get creative with the hours I work so that uh, I can be around as much as possible, but uh, it's just very limited, and uh, it's very tough. Beyond the be Wild, episode 128. So we have a game we play called Where's Falcone, uh, which is where I pick up Margot and pin her against the wall and say things in a Batman voice. Uh, Like, where's Falcone? And swear to me! Um, And I've been doing that for a while. And she is just getting bigger and bigger. And it's tougher and tougher for me to keep doing that. Um, But she has started taking her little stuffed buddies and holding them against the wall and letting me or Emily say, Where's Falcone? on her behalf, so that uh, we can keep playing this game without uh, me destroying my upper body. Um, and a uh, fun little tidbit there is, uh, one of the lines is, Harvey Dent, can we trust him? And if you ask her if Harvey Dent is trustworthy, she'll always say, Yeah! She's very enthusiastic uh, and in favor of... Of (laughs) Two-Face. Be Run to Be Wild, episode 129. So Sloane started daycare. uh, And Emily started back at work uh, part-time. It's uh, definitely changed the logistics of getting to work. Just uh, the four of us instead of the two of us. And, you know, mornings have been very hectic. But, um, you know, she's doing well, I think. I guess she cries a lot of drop off, which is tough. Um, we keep being told by the various teachers how she has Margot's cry. Uh, and there have also been a handful of teachers who have told us that they uh, went, they heard that Margot's sister was in the infant room and went into the infant room and could immediately pick her out just um, for resemblance reasons. Um, which is cute and sweet. I, I mean,. Our girls have a look, I suppose. Um, uh, I, I hope she gets used to this being her new normal, because uh, it's gonna be. <laughs> be going to be. Be to Be Wild, number 130. So I might have mentioned before that uh, when Margo first started saying Dada was on Mother's Day, and it made Emily sad because she hadn't said Mama, so I told her, oh, actually, I'm not Dada. I'm Lord Protector. Or Father, if she's feeling particularly familiar. Um, and, you know, that hasn't really caught on with her yet, for whatever reason. She still calls me Deda. Um, but as she's developing more uh, word-speaking abilities, um, I kind of have tried again to get her to address me by my proper title. Um, and if you ask her to say Lord Protector, she will say Lapatapata, which is delightful. It's not quite what I'm going for, and she does not understand that it's me, but we're getting closer and closer to her calling me Lord Protector. (laughs) Bjorn to Be Wild, number 131. So I had a bachelor party this weekend, and uh, unsurprisingly, rather than uh, deal with me being out of the house one day and potentially uh, a worthless wreck the next day, uh, Emily took the girls to Naperville, to see her grandparents, their grandparents, her parents. Um, and it's definitely the longest I've been away from Sloan. It's maybe the longest I've been away from Margo. Uh, and uh, it's been pretty chill having the house to myself. But also, I, I, do, I do miss them. And uh, I get the impression that at least Margo misses me. We had to do a Skype call, and she just kept... Um, pointing at me saying, "dad, da 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 which was nice. She hasn't forgotten who I am. Uh, I guess she was fighting bedtime really hard. And Emily thinks that it might have something to do with me not being around to participate in her bedtime ritual. So, um, hopefully we can get her back on track um, tonight. Bjorn <laughs> To Be Wild, number 132. So... Margot doesn't really understand how to express herself yet, but she has started to just get single words that start to get points across, like sad or, my new favorite thing that she says, fun. She'll just, like, I'll do some bed wrestling before bath time or whatever, um, or um, tickle time or something like that, uh, and just she'll just say, fun. Which is, you know, what she's trying to say is, this thing here, I enjoy this. I'm having fun now. But she doesn't have, you know, all of the syntax in place yet. So she just says fun. And oh, man, it's so cute. And you can tell she ain't lying. She's having fun. (laughs) Beyond to be wild, number 133. So Three Stacks' cousin Oliver got married. A little while back, actually, but they, you know, it's COVID time, so they just did a reception after the fact type of dealie. Uh, and it was one of uh, our first outings as a as a four-person family. So uh, a lot of the family got to meet Sloane. Even a lot of the family got to meet Margot, uh, which was weird. Um, and uh, it was great just to kind of see... Um, see her in her element. Um there was a doggy there, so naturally she chased the doggy around. And it was one of those things where uh uh it's like, Oh no, you're used to Barley, who's the world's chillest bro. Like, are you terrorizing this dog? Do we need to take you away? But it did that thing where um as soon as she would stop chasing him, uh, he would like run at her three steps and then run away, like in a very much a, oh you gonna chase me you gotta chase me and then she would and then they're just like wow this is really cute and also you're tiring yourself out and you're gonna sleep nice for once so uh, it's a win for everybody <laughs> Bjorn to be wild number 134 so my folks came to visit and it was uh, it was really fun um, it's they had met Margot before but they had never met Sloan um, but the thing is that the last time they saw Margot she was like kind of just like a little potato guy still. I guess she was up and moving around, but just not really engaging interpersonally as opposed to this time. She was, you know, climbing in their laps, demanding to have books read to them. It, it even got to a point where, because they were, they, they were at a, a hotel across town and she knew that they were going to come over every morning, so she would go to a window and point outside and just say, Gigi, Pop, Gigi. Pop, because um, she knew they were coming and she was stoked. Uh, the bummer is that after they left, she did not stop going to the window and saying "Gigi, Pop, Gigi, Pop," and they're not coming. But um, she's that much more excited to talk to them on Skype, which is dope. <laughs> Bjorn to be wild number one thirty five. So we try to do a thing every week where we go on a quote unquote adventure and. Sometimes that's uh, uh we see some grandparents, or sometimes that's a friend comes to visit, or sometimes uh that's going to Hop House. And uh this week we went to Hop House, the Fitchburg location, um which is further from uh the homestead than we usually go. But it's it's a little more family friendly. Uh and I think this might have been Sloan's first time there. To, to any hot pass for that matter. Could be wrong about that. But but we went and they have like a nice outdoor area. So, you know, we ordered some food and some beers and got some root beer for Bones. And uh, she loved it. Oh, man. She loved me. She took a picture of... Uh, Emily took a picture of her looking at, up at me adoringly. Uh, that I think is her favorite picture she's ever taken. Uh, but she's only looking up at me adoringly because I'm the one that can provide her with uh, the nectar that she craves, which is root beer. Um, but she did eat some cheese curds. It took a lot of ranch dipping to get her there, but she did it. Um, so that was a successful outing, just in time for the weather to start to turn to shit. So, uh, we can't just make this an every weekend thing. Oh, well. (laughs) If you're going to be wild, number 136. So, Margo had her first trip to the dentist. Um, And it's kind of spur of the moment. uh, Emily had a trip to the dentist and was just like, hey, by the way, I want to get my kid in here at some point. And they were like, how's Thursday? So, uh, it turns out just by coincidence, three of us, went to the dentist this week. Uh, Sorry, Sloan, maybe next time. Um, And, you know, at this age, it's more about getting comfortable with how the dentist works than uh, actual dental health, I guess. So, you know, showing her all the equipment and kind of talking her through a visit. You know, it's tough to tell how much she retains, but she had her her little buddy, uh, Grogu, there with her. So whenever she would feel uncomfortable with like, we're going to look in your mouth with this thing, uh, they would let her uh, try on Grogu. So, you know, uh, using the mirror to quote-unquote look in Grogu's mouth and that sort of thing. And that's really nice, but for me the the nicest thing about it is it really heartens me just that clearly the dentist we go to is making an effort, you know, to do pediatric care because I think a lot of dentists would be like, oh, these fucking kids. But uh, it's cool. They're like, uh, well, let's make sure that You don't think going to the dentist sucks. Uh, Which, uh, you know, it's a really good sign. (laughs) Bjorn to be wild, number 137. So there was one very tough day for, I would say, the whole family this week. Uh, Emily had a quote-unquote immersion trip, which basically meant she had to work late. And by late, I mean until like 10 o'clock at night. So um, I did pick up. From daycare on my own. I did dinner on my own. Theoretically, I was supposed to give both of them baths, and neither of them got baths. Um, And they both hated it. They yelled at me the whole time. Uh, Sloane wouldn't take her bottle. uh, And eventually just got so angry that she fell asleep. And I was like, count it, and put her to bed. Um, And, you know, when I was reading Margot her bedtime book, Citro was going nuts, and I had to run downstairs and scold her to stop her from yelling and waking up the whole house. Um, and then uh, as soon as it was done, even though the girls were in bed by like 7.30, I fell asleep immediately. And, uh, you know, I did a, I did a bad job. You know, I gave Margaret the wrong food, and I put Sloan in the wrong diaper. So it, it sucked for everyone. And, you know, Emily doesn't want to hear me complain. She just worked to. 15-hour day or whatever. So, uh... All around, tough stuff. Beer to be Wild, number 138. So, uh... We had what amounted to many different tests of Wills this weekend, uh, because it was the annual Hop House 5K and Beer Mile. So, the first test of Wills was, can I keep both of these children from destroying each other or me while Emily runs a 5K? And then, after that, um... I got to run a beer mile, which anyone familiar with the activity is something of a battle of wills. Um, and then there was also just kind of some general hanging out that went on, um, and true to form, uh, Sloane was kind of just like chilling and Margo was like, bah! um, which is fair. She's, you know, she's almost to, that's sort of how they're supposed to behave. Um... And she kept trying to steal Emily's beer, so we got her a root beer. Man, that kid likes root beer. And also, man, that's a way to distract your kid from being a maniac He's giving them sugar. I recommend it. (laughs) Bjorn to be wild number 139. Guess who had a birthday? This is tea for two for Margot. We had a tea themed party, meaning we served tea and I made GD cucumber sandwiches and whatnot. Well, mostly Emily made them. But I cut the cucumbers up very thin. Uh, and uh, it was uh, it was utter chaos. There were uh, only a handful of other kids there, but just way more people in the house than we're used to having in the house. And uh, it's pretty clear that Margo wasn't sure what to do with herself. Um, but, you know, she had a blast. She got to eat cake. and She's obsessed with cake now, which is really fun for us. And... Uh, And, you know, um, her grandma and grandpa were there, a a lot of friends who uh, hadn't seen her in a while, and also, um, her favorite daycare teacher who, who quit a little while ago, um, Miss Hannah, she came by, uh, and, and hung out for a while, and it's it was just so great to see Margo, uh, interact with her again, because it was, I was worried that she'd be like, who's this? I don't remember this person, but she was like, ah! Ah, She's so stoked. It was really cute. (laughs) Beyond of a Wild, number 140. So it's a funny thing, baby milestones, because it can be tough to tell when they've actually hit them. You know, like with Margot, Emily, and I debated her first word for a while. Like, that's just her practicing syllables. No, that's actually her saying da-da, you know. Um, And so for this one, it's Sloane and rolling over. She rolled from her front to her back. And as a great performer would, uh, we immediately set her back up, took out the phone, got a video of her doing it the next time, which is cool. Um, But she kind of had to be propped up with her elbows under her, because a lot of the time if she's trying to roll from front to back, uh, her silly, squishy arms get in the way. But if they start out under her, then she starts out a little higher up and doesn't have that obstacle and is able to do it. So... Is she rolling over? Depends who you ask. (laughs) Bjorn to be wild, 141. I feel like this happens a lot where I just talk about a new thing that Margo's saying, but Margo's saying a new thing. Uh, Her teacher, Miss Maria, reported it back to us. Apparently, uh, the teacher sneezed, and Margo said, bless you, which was a surprise to me because I don't think I had heard her say, bless you. And also, I don't think... That's something that she learned. Well, she definitely didn't learn it from me, because I say Gesundheit, which is tougher to say. Um, so I guess she must have learned it from Emily, or I guess maybe from the teachers. But uh, I was very surprised to hear that report, and I kind of was, like, incredulous. And Margot overheard the story and said, bless you again. So she can definitely say it. I She has not said it to me when I sneeze. Maybe I sneeze too crazy. Well, I haven't heard her say it to Emily either. So um, maybe we'll have to do some fake sneezing. Test it out. Make sure she knows she's also allowed to be nice to us. Because sometimes it doesn't seem like she knows that. (laughs) Beyond to be Wild, number 142. I think Sloane is finally turning the corner on sleep. She's had uh, a couple nights where she made it all the way through in the last couple weeks. She's also had a couple nights that she's been up more than once. So it's not anything consistent yet. It's not, like, reliable. But, um... It's, it's a great sign, and then uh, just this morning, she woke up for the first time uh, on her tummy, which means at some point through the night, she rolled, and she hasn't really been rolling much um, back to front, um, or front to back for that matter, um, so that's, that's good to see too, you know. Um, it is making me a little nervous, that just means she's uh, a couple steps away from crawling, and then we'll have... Two mobile children instead of just one. But, um, we knew the potato f- phase would end eventually. Uh, and it's supposed to. But, uh, it is nice to be able to just kind of plop her somewhere and know she's going to stay there. If be wild, episode 143. Margo's got a boyfriend. I mean, obviously, that it's not really a thing at this age, but, um... She has a little friend at daycare that she really likes. Uh, and um, they keep sending us pictures of the two of them doing things together. And it's probably just that they're, they're two little kids who are almost the exact same age who have similar interests. But just the fact that they keep being in pictures together makes me feel a little bit like uh, daycare has the same narrative in their head as we do. And are trying to kind of will it into existence by having them hang out and taking cute pictures of them hanging out together. We have so many more pictures of her with this one specific little boy than any other kid in her class. Um, and uh, they make a cute couple, gotta tell you, Bjorn to be Wild, number 144. So, Sloane just started solids. And by solids, of course, I mean purees. She actually, she can only... the like entry level purees for now because the the like ones where it's two different ingredients mixed together you have to be able to sit up for and i think she could sit up if she wanted to and just refuses to because she's lazy um but anywho she's just purees now so i started on sweet potato pear um and then i gave her banana the other day and oh man she loved banana uh I uh, gave her the first spoonful, and she just seemed confused. And then the second spoonful, she like wouldn't let me take the spoon back. She's grasping it with her little paws. She doesn't understand that like i got to go back to the thing to get another spoonful. There's not any nair left on this for you to eat. Um, but, yeah, she's geeking out over that stuff. It's great. Beyond To Be Wild, episode 145. So, stressful week. Um, Margot had surgery. Um, she had a small cyst um, kind of above her eyebrow, uh, which wasn't a big deal, you know. Um, but anytime your kid goes, undergoes a major medical procedure, major? I don't know. I don't know how you define these things. Um, it's. Uh, It's scary and stressful, and she, you know, she hated it, obviously. I don't blame her. Um, And she's got a big boo-boo over her eye, and she keeps rubbing it, and it keeps hurting her, but she keeps rubbing it. Um, She hates when we clean it out. Um, But she's on the men now. Um, And, uh, you know, the operation was a a success and no complications or anything. So all good there. Just... uh, scary and stressful and um, not very fun. You're going to be wild number 146. So we were giving Margo a bath the other day and she must have said to uh, her mother I love you mommy like nine times. And and, you know I'm I'm fine. Uh, And then she turns to me and says Hi Sam. So not only did I not get an I love you uh, she she dropped the first name on me. She does that now and then. Uh, like, she knows that I'm dad and also that I'm Sam, and I think that she knows that Emily's name is Emily, but she calls me Sam about 10% of the time, uh, as opposed to calling Emily Emily about 0% of the time. And it's a little jarring every time. It's cute, but also, man, why am I not Dad? And also, why do you not love me? Man, isn't parenting grand. You're to be wild number 147. So, it's Sloane's first Christmas. And she's a little more with it than Margot was at her first Christmas, because she's five months old as opposed to two months old. But she's still mostly in potato form. Uh, it was nice to, um, to get her spoiled for the first time, I guess. But, you know, she didn't really understand what was going on. Uh she still refuses to sit uh i i think she wants to learn to stand and walk before she sits we got a specific toy from uh from her grandparents um emily's folks uh that's supposed to be like baby proof seating so like they can't flop over or anything and she just goes rigid like, she straightens herself out, and, like, that pushes the front of it off the ground, and she teeters backwards, which apparently was specifically in the tutorial video as a thing that should be impossible. But she managed it. Uh, my kid's a maverick. Going to go wild, number 148. So, Margot loves spinning, uh, and she requests it, which is... Uh, At first, it was a two-person activity. Basically, she wants you to stand up and hold her hands while she stands up and kind of... You don't really go in circles. I've done it before, but you know, you worry about their joints. Um, So you kind of just let let her flop a bit to the left and then flop a bit to the right. And it's more of like a full-body sway on her part. Uh, And then at some point, we made the mistake of saying... uh, Hey, how about you spin on your own? So then she just started spinning in circles and circles and circles and circles, uh, and oh man, it takes her a while to get bored of that. So she's just spinning, 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 got dizzy, halfway tackled the Christmas tree, and then just got back up and spinning, 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 spinning. spinning. So it's great that it uh, wears her out, but it's not great that she does property damage. Burundi Wild Number One Forty Nine. So Sloane's got a need, she's got a need to feed on purees. She mostly has been eating them mixed with oatmeal and or Greek yogurt, just to get a little extra protein in there, because she's mostly eating like straight up fruit or veg. Um, but, oh man, she loves it. It's, it's, it's a sight to behold uh, when you start getting her strapped into her high chair. Um, if you put the little bowl of food at On the tray, she'll reach forward with both hands grabbing for it, even though she is strapped into her chair so, like, doesn't have full mobility. But she'll still, like, zombie-style extend both arms to try to get to it. Uh, And if she... If you put it too close, she'll slop all around in there. Uh, That kid loves food. (laughs) You're going to be wild, number 150... Margo went to church. Uh, Emily took her this morning. Uh, It was her first time going to proper mass. And I wasn't there, but by all accounts, it went pretty well. She got antsy towards the end, but in fairness, the handful of times I've been to mass, I've gotten antsy well before the end. Uh, Sounds like um, she was able to kind of sequester herself in the back and um, provide some minor distractions, but... You know, it's a good sign. I I kind of was afraid that it was going to be a disaster, but it seems like it went pretty well. I think we're maybe a little bit away from Sloane accompanying her. uh, and At that point, probably off the go as well, because that seems tough to to have both of them at a, let's face it, pretty boring uh, event. Um, You know, outnumbered. But um, so far, so good, which is uh, nice to know.